So we'll call these the other side. Well, no, the other side's fine, but you said you said the other side, but then you you added like a tagline to it. I don't know what, what you're talking about. I wish I knew, because now it sounds like it was cool. No, it was definitely <laughs> stupid. So, what should we do tonight? Anything's better than last night. All right, all right, then we should do something. Something sounds good. I have an idea. Why don't we rent a video tonight? Yeah, can we please? On a weeknight? Yeah, come on, Mom. It's okay. Sure. Come on. Let's throw caution to the wind. You know the day destroys the night. Night divides the day. Try to run. Try to hide. Break on through to the other side. Break on through to the other side. Break on through to the other side. Where we have a collection of VHS tapes, an internet connection, and just horribly uninformed opinions. I'm Dan. Chris. Producer Chris. Producer Chris. Uh, that's your moniker now, man. You just got to stick with it, I think. But um, welcome to the first episode of uh, The Other Side. That's what we're going to call it, right? Yes, sir. Um, the Other Side of the Coin. The Other Side of the Coin. This is... We're going to do many episodes where we watch the movies that would have been the movies that we would have watched if the coin had landed the other way. Um, in the first episode we did, we didn't do the coin flip. We watched Apocalypse Now, so we didn't, we, we didn't have one of these. But um, the second movie, the second week, we did the coin flip between uh, Boys in the Hood and Barbarella. I think that we would agree we the coin flipped in a fortunate direction. Yes, it did. Uh, and we watched Boys in the Hood, and it was a great movie. Um, if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and check it out. Um, and But we decided to go back and watch Barbarella, and that's what the content of this episode is going to be about. Now, you might notice that George is not with us this evening. Um, he has apparently taken quite ill. And uh, he said, when I asked him if he would be interested in calling in, I think his his phrasing was, I'm not dead, but I wish I were. <laughs> yeah, I'd, or I'd rather be, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was, he definitely seemed like he was in a bad, bad way, so... But we'll play it a little more loose with these other side episodes, and um, you know, we'll we might not always have the whole crew together. We might have some extra people on them. We'll see. You know, I think we can just kind of play it by ear. Sure. Um. So anyway, um, we watched Barbarella, and it's unfortunate that George isn't here because initially. He was the one who had picked this movie for the three of us dudes to watch together. <laughs> that is absolutely amazing. Oh, wow. Do you feel... How do you feel as a person now that you've watched that movie? <laughs> I don't know. There are, there's no words. There, are no, there words. are no words. It's one of those movies that you just... You're impressed with the audacity <laughs> of the human spirit to power through and make that film 
I asked you right in the beginning, who is the target audience for this film? So my thought is, this was released in, I believe, 1968. And the world didn't have the internet yet. And without the internet, you didn't have easily accessible pornography. And I don't know... I don't know if this movie was made for that purpose, but it sure as hell felt that way. Yeah, it did. Everything was sexualized. Very sexualized. It was just like all fucking innuendo. I mean, at, like in the parts that weren't just straight up like people banging, it was like innuendos yeah. and phallic shit and shit that looked like tits. And like, we actually watched, um, we watched Barbarella Queen of the Galaxy which was the 1977 re-release that had been cleaned up to get a rating from the MPAA or whoever the fuck it was at the time that was doing ratings. Interesting. I think you said that at the beginning, but I didn't realize it was yeah. a remake. So it was a it was a it was kind of like they did Deadpool Part Two yeah. a couple years ago, and then this past Christmas they re-release that as Once Upon a Deadpool and cleaned it up and stuff to get take it from the R rating to the PG-13 yeah. rating um, to get those sweet, sweet children's dollars. Yeah. Um, in this case, I would still definitely not have children watch this movie. Um, there were still, like, lots of tits in it. Yeah. Lots of tits. I mean, the best... The best part of watching it was watching Jane Fonda. I didn't realize how attractive. Uh, yeah, she I mean, is, she's in her eighties now, but um, she was definitely at her prime in this. Yeah. Now there was a. Unfortunately, I had done some research about the movie before we watched it, and I say unfortunately because it was hard to unsee. Well, no, it was hard to see her. Um, as like for her attractiveness because I knew that at the time she was battling bulimia. Oh really? Yeah. So she was bulimic. Also, it sounds like she was just in horrible conditions when they were making that movie. Um, you know, the scene with the birds. Yeah. So she gets attacked by all these birds. Um, apparently Roger Ebert had shown up on set. Up, Who the I, fuck is that? Siskel and Ebert, Ebert and Roper. Like, he's, like, one of the most famous movie critics of all time. Dude, do you know who you're talking to? Dude, I, it's like, he, he's just part, he's, everyone knows that name. You don't know Siskel and Ebert? Nope. Ebert and Roper? Nope. <laughs> oh, okay, well, anyway. <laughs> this is the first time my ignorance has made you sigh. I just, <laughs> it's just one of those things. I literally thought oh everyone, God. everyone just knew those names. Nope. I mean, they're on, like, every movie case out there. But anyway, he was, he's a very famous film critic. Um, he was on set when they were making this. And during that scene. And he said that basically, he didn't say it in these words, but there was bird shit everywhere. It smelled horrible. It was horrible. It was a horrible situation. She said that... When they were making the movie, the director was constantly drunk and putting her in horrible situations, making terrible decisions. 
Um, they were married. Her and the director were married. Um, and they were not married long after the movie was released. It does, I, none of that really surprises me. To yeah. Be honest. Yeah. I mean, she's Lenia or not, she was still attractive. She was very, she's very, very pretty and very like in a very 60s way. Yep. Like her hair, the outfits. This movie just screamed the 1960s. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, I wasn't around back then, but I think that if you wanted to capture a certain angle of the 1960s, that would be the movie to watch. The music, the music was just, it was horribly, but very accurate. Yeah, because I had said something to you, like something with the soundtrack. Yeah, it fit the movie really well. Um, But it and the music and the movie, I could just have lived without having ever experienced. I mean, like, to... Poison the Hood has come up a couple times in my trivia games yep. since we watched it. That's cool. And I, I'll always make some sort of commentary about how, you know, I just saw this movie and yep. you know, make comments on certain scenes, whatever the question is pertaining to. Yeah. I can't ever see myself saying, yeah, <laughs> I just saw Barbarella. Oh, like, I am proud to say that I watched you this just, movie. just, like, straight up not going to admit it. No. Like, oh, there's this weird movie <laughs> that some weird people are into. <laughs> George. Yeah. Um, but I've never really seen it. <laughs> yeah, it was... Um, I really wish he was here to... Defend it? You can't defend that movie. To defend his... <laughs> perception of the movie his take on it yeah i mean so what i will say about it what i will okay okay yeah you're a thinker when yeah. it comes to the stuff and yeah. i'm just strictly yeah emotional based yeah so yeah no and i'm very different well that's that's good that's why i think that you know this is good that we're doing this together because i totally agree with your feelings about the movie but I'm trying to understand. It was, I think that I read it was the second um, highest ticket sales of any movie that came out in 1968, um, just after The Jungle Book. Um, so I'm trying to understand as we're watching it why that's the case. Um, and I, I'd say one thing that I would give it is it's intentionally campy. Like it's supposed to be goofy. Yeah. It's not supposed to be taken seriously. Right. Um, and you can't underestimate the power of boobs, man. Well, like, yeah, of course. This is in a world where you can't just get on your phone and watch porn. So the which idea is, that it was just out there. Which is amazing that it's not the number one. Yeah, right. Six, you know what I mean? <laughs> the Jungle Book was an amazing movie. The, the animated Walt Disney Jungle Book? Yeah. That's a great movie. Um, and uh, the like children are... The, that's where money is. Kids movies. Um, you would know better than I at the moment. Yeah, but well... <laughs> but um, I think... So I think that the fact that it was intentionally campy, I think the fact that it was... There was a lot of nudity in it. I think that... It was. It did really, really well in Europe, which that doesn't surprise me, because they've always, you know, right. they like. There's this like thing where oh, Americans are so behind and backwards on like sex and 
in Europe, we're all comfortable with nudity and all that stuff. I don't, I'm an American, so I guess I don't really get it. <laughs> but, like, I am not into sitting around with my buddies. Watching. Watching girls bang blind <laughs> angels. And, uh trading favors for sex i don't know it just it's a little weird it was uncomfortable um and maybe that's just the prudish american in me i don't know but um no it was weird it was weird and most of the criticisms for the film surround the fact that like the sort of uh I don't know. The charm of the movie wears off pretty quickly. Like it has a unique kind of interesting, funny element to it, which I totally agree with. But then it burns out. Yeah. Like after flash in the pan. Yeah, it's like you. Sh- it starts out where she's in her you know spaceship and she's got the shag carpet, which I mentioned it to you while we were watching <laughs> yeah. it. Her whole fucking ship is made out of shag carpet. And then she lays down to go to sleep on a piece of plastic. plastic. It's like the only part of her entire that's ship not that's not comfortable. So that was weird. But, um, you know, she starts out in there and she's kind of cute. And she's kind of like a, a little repertoire with, or however, whatever that word is, with um, the guy she's talking to on the screen. Yeah. Who's clearly staring at her tits the whole yeah. time. <laughs> Which... Becomes a theme of the movie. Yes. I mean, the one, the angel is the one exception, and that's because he's blind. What's his name? Pagar? Pagar. Pagar. Something like that. Yeah. So, you know, she has that conversation with the guy, her boss, who's like on the screen, and she gets her orders, and then that's fine, and then she goes and lands on the planet, like, first crash lands on the planet um and that was just the landing the first one was just the landing no 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 because her equipment malfunctioned oh that's right right yes. because then the dude fixed the sh- fixed the ship yeah. quote unquote fixed the ship for her after laying some pipe no no he laid didn't he the, he fixed the ship first and then she's like how can i ever repay you Oh, yeah. Well, either way, he laid some pipe. Oh, he sure did. (laughs) And the best part is he's wearing that fur. And then he, like, pulls it down. And and he's twice as fucking hairy. (laughs) Like, that was a 70s chest, man. Like, that was I'm still trying to find something about it that was... Other than her looks, that was good about it. I, I don't know that they would want you to have found anything else good about the movie. Actually, I believe the director said he was not looking to give the audience a cerebral experience. It wasn't supposed to make you think. It wasn't supposed to make you consider anything. It was just supposed to be fun and visually appealing. Although I would say it failed to be visually appealing beyond just the female form because this like you kept pointing out the sets were terrible yeah, they were really bad now i don't know if that's i can't say i've seen, seen many movies from that decade that era yeah uh but i had mentioned at one point the way they had done a, a particular scene of i was glazing over but it reminded me really really of a one particular scene where dorothy's spinning yeah 
in uh, Wizard of Oz. Yeah. So I can't make draw too many comparisons, but just that alone, I feel like the Wizard of Oz was done a lot better. Okay, so that's really sad for Barbarella. Because the Wizard of Oz is thirty years older Which, than is Barbarella. There, is there like a remake in there that I've seen that I'm not of the Wizard of Oz? Yes. Well, they colorized it. So the original release was in black and white, and then they colorized so it I've later seen on. The colored one. Yeah, that's the one that I think almost all of us have seen. Um, because even the colorized version came out way before we were ever born. So, but the scene you're talking about in Barbarella is when they're in her, the like dark queen's uh sleep chamber or dream chamber um and And they're they're watching the the screen they're watching duran duran Duran, which we found out the band duran duran were named after this movie which makes me like them a lot less (laughs) (laughs) um but but so you said that scene reminded you of when the house is spinning on the wizard of oz which makes sense because it's a screen, because you're looking at, like, a shot in front of another shot. Right. Yeah. So, th- clearly the, or maybe it changed, the their technology technology changed, but they didn't use it, or that's just a, so that's how they accomplished that particular... I don't know. I uh, Let me, let me give you a couple other movies that actually predate this one pretty significantly, but were just like really visually amazing. Um, Ben-Hur and the Ten Commandments were a couple of movies that came out in 56 and 59, something like that. And they're huge and they're epic and they have these giant battles and like these huge scenes. Barbarella was not even good for its time is Hmm. my assumption because having seen those movies and then seen this movie, I think you were right in saying every shot was done inside a studio. I don't think a single shot of the no, film was outside. It definitely wasn't. Um, I know that they were like really, they did not have a very big budget for the movie. They were struggling to come up with the money to yeah. make it. Uh, they had... The director had actually made another film just before it in hopes of making money off that film to, to fund to Barbarella. And they ended up using some of the sets and stuff from the first film in Barbarella. Uh, so, yeah, it was done on the cheap. You can definitely tell. Yeah, so I think there you should always try to put a movie in its time and compare it to other things from that time. Not com- Obviously, it's not fair to compare it to stuff now. But I, well, I'd say with Barbarella, even comparing it to stuff from that time, it, it was bad. Like I said, when was... When was... Uh, cool Hand Luke. Cool Hand Luke was... Um, in the 60s as well. I should remember that. We just did that one. Uh, I believe that was in the 60s. Earlier 60s actually. Uh, I'll look it up. While you keep talking about it. Well I was just it. asking. Cause I, like I said I haven't seen. Not that I know of anyway. Many movies from that era. That decade. That particular 67. Time, so it was actually just the year before that. Just the year before. Yeah. That which was also a set. Yeah. And it looked. I mean for that movie. For 
what they were going for looked really good. So it's kind of apples and oranges, though, right? Because well, I know, but Land Luke was supposed to be set in the real world. Yes, I guess it's just it's so bad <laughs> that the only real conclusion, like the only real linear thing I can do is with Wizard of Oz because yeah. of that one particular scene. Yeah. And Wizard of Oz is kind of goofy. And yeah. You know what I mean? The whole premise of it. And but Wizard of Oz is a perfect example of something that you can look at and say, for its time, it was so, so good. Yeah. It set the bar so high. It changed the way movies were made. Yeah. Uh, but that was 30 years before oh, Barbarella came out. It's crazy. So I think, you know, Barbarella came out you know, around the time that Francis Ford Coppola was starting to think about Apocalypse Now, you know, Apocalypse Now went through several delays, but all the filming and everything happened in the early 70s. Yeah. You know, we're talking 10 years before Star Wars, the first Star Wars movie came out. So, you know, you're not talking about a movie made in like 1910. You know, this was yeah, a movie that should have been... If it had a better budget, it could have been much better, better, much more visually appealing. I agree with you. Outside of the female aspect, there wasn't a lot of visual. Yeah, it felt like softcore porn. Yeah. It felt like um, something that you would have watched on, you know, when we were kids, like on Cinemax yeah. or something. You know, right. uh, just because you want you, you wanted to see that stuff you know because you got sick of reading your mom's filings catalogs yes, yeah exactly you know it's one of these movies that gets paused a lot you yeah. know parts of the tape wear out uh you know so i don't know it's uh, it was I, george if you ever listen to this what the fuck yeah man um this is going to make it very difficult for to us. trust anything you ever trust. say in the future. Yeah. Uh, I think I had a really hard time sticking with it. Like, aside from the fact that it was fucking bizarre, it was also really boring, which is it a was. bad combination. It was. Like, I can deal with bizarre if it keeps me engaged, but... I told you at some point that I spent more time trying to figure out what things were made out of Versus actually yeah. watching what was happening in the movie, so I, yeah, I yeah, like when the with the floor, yeah, because you could see like yeah, the I floor moving out to, yeah, and stuff, it was yeah, it was like a film on it or something, yeah, so. it was not a that was not a good look. I think I need to put like black tape over the VCR so that I can't actually <laughs> can't see how far into the movie we are because it was like I was literally like, okay, we've got thirty more minutes. Yeah, we, I think starting at like, like right halfway. <laughs> 45 yeah, minutes, I think. We exactly. both made a comment. Oh, we're halfway there. Yeah. yeah. So, having said all that... Um, Did wait. it make it better watching it on VHS? So, I think... I'm I'm, ac I'm actually really happy to have the VHS tape. And I'll, I'll post this on the Facebook page. Because I think, like, the art on the, on the tape is really it cool. It is kind of cool. Uh, it's got a very, like, comic book type of vibe yeah. to it. Which, it was based on, like, a, some European comic at the time. Um, so, it's got a very cool, like, space comic sort of cover. I think... Um, I think I don't know how I would have felt 
seeing any of that shitty set work more clearly. That's <laughs> very true. <laughs> Pick out more of the things wrong with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, you could see the floor moving even with the, the low quality of the VHS tape. So if you were to be watching that, like, digitally remastered, it would probably be pretty rough. Yeah, that's true. So did it make a difference? Yes. Yeah. I think I think it made it less bad just by... I just hope. It, you know, it's like one of those deals where, like, the further away from something you are, <laughs> the better it the looks. The better it looks, you know. Um, so yeah, I I think that I would say this would be a decent movie to watch on VHS. Plus, the the music I think sounds more fitting to its time without it with it having a little bit of that pierciness. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you want to watch something that feels like you're in the 60s... This is definitely the way to go. This is definitely the way to go. Just watch like the first 20 minutes and call yeah. it good. Yep, you watch the first 20 minutes. And then if you're really interested in the resolution of the plot, you can watch like the last 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I think nothing almost happens nothing in happens between. in between. Seriously, because I was watching the timer and I was like, how are they going to wrap this up? <laughs> they you know? don't. They never really... I don't know. And that's the problem with Barbarella. She never wraps it up. So she's probably got all the STDs now. <laughs> she's a whore. Whore. God. She banged like three dudes within like the first, first. hour of being yeah, on that planet. Easily. I mean, it was like the first 20 minutes of the movie. So my guess is that in, in the time inside the movie, it was probably like an hour to two hours. And I love that the first dude's like, she's like, hey, what can I do to repay you? And he's like, oh... We can fuck. Yeah. And she's, she's like, like we, oh. don't, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Technology. But then she's like, oh yeah, that was primo. Yeah. And then by the time she gets to like the third dude. I know what she's, she wants. Yeah. She's like, oh, I know what you want to do. And he was like, no, no, no. I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to do it like they do on Earth. I want to try to do technology stuff. Yeah. Which hand. was really weird. That was um, so awkward. That was really awkward, especially when the dude walks in. That was actually a really great moment because she captures the awkwardness of it because she finishes before the guy, which is ridiculous. But either way, she, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't happen. <laughs> that's not reality. Uh, but she finishes before the guy, and then some other dude walks in and he's waiting for them to like wrap it up. And she's like, "Oh, hey!" And kind of like dropping him away, and like a no, like a little smile. It was weird. It was. <laughs> it was basically like if she were to be looking at the audience during the movie and understood how we felt, that would be the look <laughs> she would give us. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Like almost like apologetic, yeah, and I'm almost so like I'm sorry for this, but I got to do it for this other guy. So, um, yeah. It was weird. I could say I've watched it. You can. I don't know that you ever will want to, to no. your point earlier. You might not ever even want to let anyone know you watched it. I think what it does, though, is it gives us an opportunity to um, veto George's picks without feeling too bad about it. Unless it's like, if Die Hard was a pick or something. Like, yeah. yeah. I could go for that. But if yeah. you pull something out of thin air. Yeah. No. George, we won't entirely shut you down. But this definitely hurts your credibility. And if you pick something that we don't know, I think that we'll want to just do a little looking into <laughs> it before first. we decide to 
just give you the free reign to make a make a choice. Um, so, scale of one to ten, what do you give Barbarella? <laughs> I'll give it. It's not the worst because it's visually appealing on the female <laughs> aspect. How chauvinist are you? That's what your rating is going to tell yes. me. <laughs> Let me give it a two. A two, okay. A two, okay. And that's strictly for for everything about it sucks except yep. looking at looking her. at Jane Fonda. So. Yep. Okay. I'll give it. Man, you're so much better at this than me. No, I'm not. I'm. I want to. I'm going to give it a two. Wow, that's, I, I think that's which a first. is the, a very low rating for me. I'm going to. Maybe I'll give it a three. I'll give it a three. <laughs> okay, so what I'll give it points for is it's creative. It's very outside the box. Um, it's clearly done on a low budget, which means they had to do, you know, they had to really think beyond just the creativity of the story and the creativity of the, the world that they create, they had to actually be creative with how they did it because they didn't have the money to do it. Yeah. The, you know, the way that people were doing it at the time. Uh, I'll, you know, I give it some credit for, you know, just. Most of the credit I give it is for the creativity, creativity. Um, and for taking like a risk on something that that was super weird. Um, I like that I felt like I was transported into the '60s when I watched it. I liked, you know, obviously Jane Fonda was very appealing in it. Um, there were a couple scenes that I thought worked really well. The doll scene, that yeah, was, that was really like. Really fucking creepy. creepy. Yep. Um, that scene that I mentioned where um, they're hand banging and not the way that you would think, but just they were just hands were touching and that was like the future way of sex. Um, and then the dude walks in and like the she look she gives up. him, yeah. I thought was, was well done. Um, you know, I thought she didn't, she wasn't terrible. No, she wasn't. Um, I mean, especially the, for the role she was playing. Was, the character was terrible. She was completely just useless. Stupid. So stupid. Um, but I thought that Jane Fonda did as well as she could with it. Yeah. So I'll give it a little bit of credit for that. But it is definitely not something I ever want <laughs> watch to watch again. So um, I want to, since it's just you and me, yeah. I think... I just want to point out, and I've said this to you off of being recorded, yep. that I am strictly emotionally based on my <laughs> my ratings of these movies. I give it no thought yep. whatsoever. I love it. I love that. Then you have all of these little tidbits and points and <laughs> deep thinkings and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, he's really right. And it makes me want to change my two, but I'm not. It's a two. That's I'm okay. That's okay. Because the next, well, the next retrospect, is already been recorded, but I mean, we could reevaluate it in the future if you felt like you really wanted to change it. But I like what no, I like. I feel pretty strongly. What about I like about your reaction is that it's like you're just straight up, like visceral reaction. It's like straight off, like it's just straight off your head. 
you know, I think what will happen a lot with that is that you will end up having a lot of really high and low ratings. I think we've you know? already seen. Yeah. Some some episodes have been recorded and stuff. I think we've already seen. Yeah. The, that, the, the high. The exactly. Valleys the extremes. The, yeah. And I think, you know, mine will veer more toward the middle. Right. Just because if I really like something, I might try to find things I don't like about it. You know, and if I really hate something, I'm going to try to find elements that are that are commendable, um, just to give a different perspective on it. But um, yeah, this I think that we agree was not a great movie, <laughs> and not anything that I would ever make a point to put in my VCR nope. again. But you own it, so I do own it, and I like the cover of it. <laughs> there you <So>. go. <laughs> that that alone. All right, so uh, this is an episode of The Movie Seller, The Other Side. Uh, Next week, we'll be back with our C movie, right? Yes. And uh, that'll be a full episode. And then we'll throw these in where we can. I'm not going to promise we'll get one in every other week, um, but where they fit and where they make sense, we'll try to do these and... We've got a couple other sort of side projects, side ideas that we might throw in once in a while, too. I think when a movie seems interesting and we wanted to watch it and we felt like we kind of missed out, that it'll be good to throw one of these in, too. So, all right, man. Thanks, Cellar Dwellers. Out. Peace out.